Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian, and I have a special guest with me today, Zach Goins, and he's the author of Den of Assassins and Seven Aboard the Shack. Welcome, Zach. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Can you tell us about about some of your projects here we're talking about. Well, I think Den of Assassins is already out. It's available yep. on Drive Through RPG. Yep, that's coming soon. Yep, absolutely. And that's for fifth edition, correct? You got it. Yeah. Now, can you tell us about that adventure? It's an adventure, right? And there's some, there's some actually some some character class stuff in there as well. Yep. Uh, that was our last project. Den of Assassins is kind of like a resource guide uh, with some adventures kind of mixed in the bag. It it takes the idea of doesn't everyone want to play an assassin at one point or another <laughs> and uh sometimes you want to play something other than a rogue so the first thing we did is we made 12 uh, subclasses for each one of the main classes in 5e each centered around the idea of you being an assassin from there we took those 12 archetypes and we brought on a bunch of authors, including my, and, and I, I helped Helmet, and we wrote villains and NPCs and things all centered around those archetypes. And then we gave them layers and motivations and encounters and adventures, and there's maps and all sorts of stuff. So really, it's just a whole big supplement full of assassin goodness for your 5e game. The art in here is really nice. It's it's, it's solid stuff. It, it's good. Who's who's done all this art? Is this the same artist throughout? Or you have multiple? Or I didn't. Check. Let's see. We got a bunch of different people on it. Some of the art that you're seeing there, um, we we commissioned some special pieces from Dean Spencer, but but there's oh goodness, I don't know. Probably probably a couple dozen author uh, uh, illustrators that that contributed. It's pretty nice stuff, and it's 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 yeah, it's full color gorgeous mm -hmm. gorgeous gorgeous stuff so from what you told when i understand the the seven it's the um seven aboard the shackle this is for yeah. workboard you got it yeah absolutely so let's I, i'm gonna have a side discussion <laughs> real quick yeah do it because i've been having this a lot <laughs> the pronunciation of i gave up <laughs> uh, here's what i learned and i don't know if i'm saying it right i'm just saying morkboard yeah. <laughs> but apparently it's the G at the end of the Borg is pronounced as a Y. So it's more Bori. Yeah, oh yeah. I I, I, I tried. I'll be I'll be honest. I tried. And I was like, you know what? I think uh, I think I'm in good company if I call it Mork Borg. So we'll yeah, leave it I there. think most people, English speaking folks, are just calling it Mork Borg across the US. <laughs> I would say it so. And if I try to say Mori Bori. I don't think I'm saying it right still. <laughs> and I don't think people are going to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I gave Probably up. <laughs> so why did you decide to go with Morkborg in this one? And what is in it exactly? What can we expect? Absolutely. So I uh, I was at Gamehole Con and we had a booth across the way from Ed Burrell, who has a Morkborg project called Masticator's Gate. And I, I had bought the book. I'm a collector. So I had, I had the book on my shelf, but like I read through it. I was like, I don't understand. Like, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal, but like, there's no table of contents at the beginning and the book kind of just, in my opinion, a mess. <laughs> it's, and so it's, I walked it's different. Over, it's different for sure. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful mess. I walked over to Ed halfway through the con. I'm like, all right, explain to get, why did you make a book for this? I want to I want to know more about this game. And so he, we talked for a while. I loved his book and what he's doing over there. And he's like, Zach, it's like 
this system is a hundred percent style. It's all about the style, no substance. Don't look for anything <laughs> complex. Don't look for anything, you know, mechanically that you can sink your teeth into. It's just about the cool setting and the cool vibes it puts off and, and, and what that brings to the table. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. That sounds cool. I went back and I read my book again, uh, the, the core book. I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. And then I started buying stuff. <laughs> you get on Kickstarter and you, you start, you know, uh, uh, Christian Icorn and Bill Reed and all these great people making great stuff from Workboard. And I, once I got through about six or seven of them, I'm like, I, I want to put my name in the hat for this. This is a cool thing. And so that's where Seven Aboard the Shackle came from. I had this idea for a long time of, first off, I'm a really big Batman fan, right? So <laughs> Arkham Asylum is high on my list of inspiration. And I thought it would be cool to do a prison crawl at some point. Like, instead Oh, of a, yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah. And 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 then as I was picking, I'd, I'd had that idea kind of in the hopper for a while. And in my research for it, I came across uh, and did a lot of reading on prison hulks, which are these ships, ships of the line that they would decommission and they would like put out to port and then they would just like build prisons in them and on top of them. And they're just these floating, I'm like, that would be an awesome dungeon if you crawled through a floating prison that's very contained, but it's got the levels like we expect from a dungeon. And you can do weird stuff because the sea's all around you. And and so I had that on the back burner. And then I said, okay, I'm going to make a Borg, Borg thing. And that's that's a very Mork Borg idea. We just need to do these <laughs> together. And so that's where it came from. It's, it's very much a randomly generated, there's seven villains think your uh batman rogues gallery there's seven like named detailed special villains uh and then they uh have a whole bunch of minions and special things and the entire ship is randomly generated each time you play uh so you're going to experience new combinations of things but each time you're hunting down the seven and attempting uh to keep them from bringing about their own flavor of misery so now you said there's the seven villains in arkham asylums like I think the thing that people think of the most is that rogues gallery. I'm a yeah. huge comic geek. I love my comic books. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. And uh, so I want to know a little bit more about some of those, about the rogues gallery in here. What could you tell us about some of them? Some kind of, maybe some tidbits to tease and kind of entice the, the listeners. 100%. <laughs> so I needed a small number, right? Because I didn't want to write like a big 400 page thing that took a long time for you to play through. I wanted to be fun and punchy. So I'm like, all right, what, how many am I going to write? Well, I've always loved not just the movie seven, but the idea of the seven deadly sins in general. Oh, and so, uh, so each of the villains is loosely, very loosely based around one of the seven vices. And you'll get that. If you know to look for that, you'll definitely pick it up. I think um, if you don't know, I think you'll just feel like a, 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 it's just a little bit of flavoring dusted in uh, that that doesn't overwhelm anything. Uh, but you'll see things like the creature called the Dolja, who is who is sloth and who hides on the ship and that you actually have to almost hunt down. But once you corner it, it has some really fun mechanics about uh, basically the further it's pushed, the more you engage with, the more you draw it out of its sloth, it becomes something more than this goat-headed, shaggy creature that you encounter at the beginning. There's all sorts of others. There's a, there's a skin and bones woman that carries this big sack 
with her everywhere and is hunting for items to fill in that sack. Um, and she has some great wrangling hands and she'll steal your stuff and everything she steals makes her more powerful, gives her more hit points. Bunch of, bunch of great characters like that. So what's the format that you're going to be putting this out as? Is Are we talking mm-hmm. a zine size here or something bigger? Or Yep. So it is going to be a zine around the 36 to 40 page mark, I think. We're going to go a bit bigger, but I opted to do something different instead. So you'll get the soft cover zine. And then a big component of this is going to be uh, we're doing a a map of all the levels of the ship. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's an optional accessory that is a deck of 80 cards. And those cards you deal out into different areas of the ship. Um, randomly and then you as a dm you would grab the the deck of card the stack of cards for each area as your party enters it and it those cards will tell you is one of the seven in here is one of their minions in here are there like butchered effigy flesh monuments in here what's the room because the seven have taken control of this shackle so a brig might have been turned into uh, a summoning chamber or it might have been turned <laughs> into you know a meat locker there might be crippled captives in there you know members of the sailors or guards there are souls coming up from the endless sea all sorts of things that these rooms can contain and so kind of all together uh, you got the 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 book, the map, and the cards, and that's the that's the set. Ah, that's great. That's great. So, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit, sure, and I'm going to ask you how you got into writing games and supplements like this, and what kind of games you got, how you got into role playing and stuff like that. What kind of things are you into? <laughs> oh gosh! Oh gosh! Uh, all right. Well, let's start with that last question. So um, I got into it in a weird way. I, I didn't play a single role play game until I was in college, which I think maybe is the norm for some folks, but I got invited <laughs> by one of my professors to play in his game. And when I got there, it was all these uh, professors and faculty members from the college and then the 17 year old kid. <laughs> and it was a blast. Uh, we played, uh, most of that was Pathfinder at that point in time. And so I played a ton of Pathfinder, then got it to D&D of course from that. And uh, just obsessed over it. I got a creative (laughs) writing degree. That was kind of what I was in there for anyway. So I knew I wanted to write. And I think just the idea of wanting to write and then being obsessed with RPGs at just the right time. I started putting things out on the DMs Guild, working with a few buddies, and then I found Kickstarter. (laughs) (laughs) And Kickstarter is that hole from which none emerge. And after backing, I don't know how many projects I'm like, I want to, I want I can do this. Like, uh, let's, let's do this. Um, and so we made a book called Oceanic Depths, which is a 5e resource to uh, all things aquatic for fifth edition. And uh, it was an absolute delight, had a lot of fun writing it. And not long after that, I saw a way forward where I could quit my day job and just do Kickstarters and help other people do Kickstarters. And so that's what I did. And uh, so now, almost three years later, that's 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 my gig is just I make we do a bunch of Kickstarters from different teams. And then I also do consultation work through World of Game Design as the company. Uh, but we do consultation work to help other people who have passion projects and who have things that they've been sitting on for a long time, but maybe they don't have an illustrator or they don't know anything about Kickstarter or what. Anyhow, I just want to help you make your cool stuff and get it into people's hands and and 
it's the blast. So that's what I do. So we're going to be, we're coming up on time here in a bit. So I want you to just tell the listeners where they can find your works, use any kind of links or social media to social media websites or anything else that you want to put out there so they can get a hold of you. Absolutely. So um, you can search for World of Game Design on Facebook. Uh, we are also just launched a YouTube and a Twitch. You can find us on Instagram. We do live streams on Twitch and, and YouTube of all sorts of stuff. And then let's see, what I point? I'd point you towards the Kickstarter, of course, that's coming up for Seven Aboard the Shackle. We're launching in about a week here at the end of January. If I'll tell you for one of your listeners, Shane, if any of your listeners reach out to me, they can find me at Zach Goins on Facebook. Um, you're welcome to friend request me. If they will reach out to me, I will send them a, a care package, so to speak, of, of PDFs on drive through just as a thank you for listening. And they can kind of check out some of my stuff if they'd like to. That would be great. So y'all heard that. Reach out. I'm going to make sure we get links to everything or sure. at least most of them into the show notes. So when we get off here, make Heck sure yeah. you shoot those to me and I'll put them in the show notes as well. As always, you can find us at wildliesandwizards.com. I've got something new. We just launched a Patreon as well, listeners, mm-hmm. at Patreon backslash Wobblies and Wizards. Check it out. Give us support if you've been enjoying this. It takes a lot for us to get a daily podcast out, so any support would be much appreciated. We are on the Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hale Crom. And as always, keep those dice rolling.